0: This pod is brought to you by Just Right Reader. Has your school or district moved to teaching the science of reading? Are you revisiting phonics skills with readers? Then you'll need decodable texts. Just Right Reader offers decodable texts that are as unique as the students you serve. Their protected texts focus on singular phonics skills to give emerging readers the chance to practice inauthentic texts. They even have take-home kits for families that help parents to assist their child in their learning with QR codes. Visit JustRightReader.com and tell them the Modern Principal sent you.
1: Hi, this is Karen, and in a few moments you're going to meet Christy, and we are the Modern Principal. We are two dedicated educators on a quest to redefine the role of leadership in schools and use our voice to steer the new generation of leaders, regardless of their formal role. We keep our pod short, sweet, and simple right to the point, a bite-sized bit of PD you can tackle on your way to or from work each. Day. This week we are talking all about how to relax. Thanks for joining. Hi, Karen. Hi, Chrissy. We're back. <laughs> we're back. Hey. Happy summer. We are back in our new and improved studio, yep. Studio seven, 64. Four. Is that a thing? I don't think so. It's I don't
0: a know. club. I, I, I don't think. No, I'm. I've never been. <laughs> so is it even really that great? If I've never been or heard
1: of it. I think that's, like, the infamous club from New York City. Studio Um, 64. We'll look it up. Okay. So, how's summer going so far? It's going
0: well. Uh, We are both doing summer school. Yep. Summer school. And I love summer school. It is um, usually smaller sizes. Like, smaller school size. Oh, ours is, like, oh, two-thirds the size, maybe? Not even.
1: Yeah, we combine with other elementaries during summer. But I guess... I guess kids just wanted to be home this summer because ours isn't very big. I guess I just wanted to be around me. <laughs> we're also recording yeah. on live right now, so I keep posing for it as yeah. we talk. Um, so we- yes, yeah, summer school is going good. We have been a little on hiatus. Yeah, uh, May was hard. May was really hard. So we're not even in. We're halfway through June. Yeah. So but that I was hard too. I feel like we need some recovery. <laughs> Um, Which is, coincidentally, <laughs> what, what our topic, topic is. is today. Oh my gosh, look at my lines. They're so big. Christy was joking before we came on that people have to, like, actively turn up the volume when she talks. And down for you. Yeah. Which is, like, the story Which... of my husband's life. <laughs>
0: um, I was going to tell you, though, I, part of, like, on my to-do list is I clean up my office every year for summer school. Uh-huh. And... um At my birthday, which was a couple months ago now, like so many kids, like almost every kid in the building made me like a birthday card. And I was really insistent on like reading every single one of them, obviously. yes. But then I found a stack under another stack that I hadn't gotten to apparently. And it was a card from a fifth grade boy. And of course you open it and it's like, you're cool. Like is what it says. But the best part is that
1: there is a dollar bill in it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Isn't that so sweet? So sweet. Like so, fifth grade boy. Uh huh. <laughs> I got a dollar bill from a kid on my birthday this Did year too. You? He was a kindergartner, and he said, "Um, I only gave you one because I needed to keep the other." <laughs> so that's fair. That's fair. So I just thought that was really funny. That's super sweet. I also cleaned out my office, um, but like cleaned it out. Yeah, because I'm you're out nice. of there. Karen's heading to central office, human resources. Yes. So like, I am in a different building for summer school, and so I was like, I'm gonna let my Predece- is it a predecessor? Who's the one that comes after you? Opposite. <laughs> predecessor comes before you. Okay, my follower. Yeah, yeah that sounds weird. <laughs> my person that follows me and my Se- successor.
0: Successor. <laughs> my successor
1: move in slowly over time, over June, because her contract doesn't start till the end of July. Yeah. So I booted myself right on out, and there's just, but my other office is not ready. Mm, because so it's like a new job, so it was literally, like, a closet that they still have to, like, I'm so sure, debug.
0: <laughs> so, uh,
1: I'm just, all my stuff's in a box. <laughs> and it's cool. Yeah. Is it at home? No, it's in the main office oh, at good. my old school. Got it, got it, got it. Got it. I mean, my, secretary's, my secretary just still does stuff for me, because she's nice, so she's going to put in a work order to have it Technically, shut
0: Technically, you're still on contract as a principal. Yeah. So. Duh. So, okay. maybe people will still listen to us, since we've got Karen still as principal, so. Yeah. All right. So this week, our scenario um, says, and I bet none of you will be able to relate. No, this is probably pretty unrelatable. This was such a hard year. How do you even begin to de-stress and come down off of the roller coaster of emotions we just experienced for a constant 10 months from stressed in St. Louis? We get it. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> So let's talk through the scholar system and soul of how do you come down off of this school year when likely your adrenaline was high quite a bit, stress was high quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to talk through that. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's jump into the scholar side. So I did some reading um, on Brene Brown, and she has her newest book. I'm pretty sure it's her newest book called Atlas of the Heart. Oh, yeah. And Have you read it? Um, I've read some of it. Okay. I've read like half of it probably. And, um, she basically, she like groups emotions into different themes. Like she she even writes in her book that she was going to like talk about emotions and they're going to do it alphabetical order, but then they thought they would group them. And so there is one grouping of emotions and it's called places we go when things are uncertain or there's too much stress. Okay. And so she talks about, um, the emotions of stress, overwhelm, anxiety, worry, Avoidance, excitement, dread, fear, vulnerability. And so I just thought that that was like probably what a lot of us were feeling this year. Yeah. Um, And um, she kind of starts to define we feel stressed when we evaluate environmental demand as beyond our ability to cope successfully. Yep. Yep. And one of my favorite stories from this part of the text was she starts to talk about her time when she was working in the um, restaurant industry. Okay. And I guess like when you like you don't even know how to tell people how to help you. And she talks about like when you're in the restaurant industry or a, a per, I don't know if it's like real, but like it's one that she worked at. She talks about how if you got to the point where you like just couldn't keep up, you would walk into the kitchen and you'd be like, I'm in the weeds. And you would say, can you go take table number two? And table number four needs water. And mm-hmm. I need you to take out entrees to table number six. Like you can advocate for yourself and what you need. But if you were to go back into the kitchen as a server and say, I'm blown. Everything comes to a halt. Everything gets quiet. No one talks to you. Like you go into the freezer and cry. And everyone just picks up everything you were doing.
1: Wow. And that I, was like their, their safe That word. was like their, yeah, like their safe words. And I just thought that that would have been so nice to have this year. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I was talking to a friend this past weekend, and she just became the mom of twins. And she Oof. was describing it like, um, like trying to get them on a schedule. She was describing it like when she used to wait tables in college. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it was great when I had two. The minute the third table sat down, my brain was no longer able to function. And like they would stare at me and be like, we ordered f- water and I'd be like I think I drank it you know (laughs) and she's like that's literally what I feel like like I'm back in college waiting tables and I can't keep anything straight keep it straight I was a terrible server by the way I think I'd be a lot better now I was a great server. I bet you were really good I love those details I think about it in my sleep of like I never brought table 14 salt (laughs) Anyways, that
0: feels very true. And and that was really hard to come by this year because even if maybe in traditional years you had somebody that you could just go be like, okay, it's blown. I need support. We were really short-staffed. And so there wasn't I anyone. Mean, I think everyone really was. Mm-hmm. And so there there weren't extra people to come and support and pick up where maybe you were drowning. So. And, and
1: maybe this is just me. But it also felt like our teachers were maybe the ones feeling that yeah. The worst. Oh yeah. And they would say it to us and be like I'm done. I'm I'm out. And not like literally, yeah. but it's our we ended up taking a lot of that on mm-hmm. for our staff and we didn't have as principals anyone to go say that to. No. No. And I don't mean that like oh pity us. No. Just like if you were a principal, like you there's no one to do. You to didn't have anyone no. to tap you out. No. But I mean, at least
0: especially at the elementary level for us, we don't we don't have assistant principals, right?
1: So. And I'm sure teachers didn't either. Not every yeah. building probably had that culture or that level, and that's why so many are leaving Maybe. the profession, right? Um, we also talk a lot about. Like stress cycles and being able yes. to fully close them. And we just never could this year.
0: No, I I definitely didn't. And Brene, too, talks about how it can all unfold faster than your nervous system. And oh, like, that makes sense. And your psyche can actually like manage you can it. Unpack it. Mm-hmm. And um, so this pod today is all about, in the summer, is all about resetting your nervous system. If Ooh, this was you this year. <laughs> uh, so pretty much everyone, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I would assume if you're listening to this podcast that you could use a little bit of a reset. This all right. Summer.
1: So, what is some other scholarly things you read about how to reset.
0: Okay, so I also read Cabot um, zinn I never know if I'm saying them correctly, but suggests that mindful play or no agenda non-doing time is the cure for overwhelm. And that is really hard for me. I actually started to read a book called How to Do Nothing and it's... I just can't even get through it. I think you're
1: worse than me. I can't even get through it. I can sit and watch TV for days. Do you think that counts? Do you think TV is nothing? I mean, I... I'm laying on a couch, not physically exerting myself. Is it not Maybe. nothing? Maybe. I don't know. I'm probably... It's probably numbing is what you're like. It's not letting... I'm not processing anything. I'm just zoning. Yeah. So it's probably not I the do nothing not that distresses you. Like, Karen always gets
0: mad at me because she thinks I am...
1: Like, literally... Cause I don't watch TV. Like the, I've,
0: I've watched. Maybe, I've never had a
1: friend that I kept as a friend that said <laughs> they don't like TV. You're the only I one I have allowed really. to say oh, with my friends.
0: I really like TV, Thank but you. I don't like dark. I, mean, I don't like violence watch or read. So that's really there's not a lot of options out
1: there. So there's a ton.
0: Not that are dark. Everything's dark. <sighs> So, I will give
1: you my list. But I guess that a lot of stuff I've read about de-stressing, that is not something you should do, is do, like, the numbing activities. Yeah. I don't think that's what you're referring to. You're referring to, like, the nothing that, like, makes you live in your thoughts. Yeah. And use your endorphins and those kind of things. Yeah. I also, there's a part in Atlas of the Heart where she
0: talks about... um Places we go when things didn't go as planned. And so I think that's this part of the book was really important when we talk about Summer. Because she talks about um, how she and her husband, they have, I think, two kids. And they're about to go on a trip to Disney World. Mm -hmm. And so part of what she and her husband do is they make sure that they do reality checks before they do something big to, like, really um, get in front of disappointment, essentially. Oh, that's smart. So they're going to Disney World with two, you know, young kids. And she packs three novels in her bag. And her husband goes, "Should we do a reality check right now? Um, Tell me about those books." Uh (laughs) She so she's like explaining that she wants to sleep late, relax, read some mysteries. And then as she's like talking, she hears what she's saying, and she goes, "This isn't the trip for that." (laughs) No, no. And I've done that. Like I've done a kid trip where I'm like, "Oh, here's like four books that I'm sure I'll read." And then you did nothing. Well, no, and then you woke up at six
1: thirty with a kid in your face. Yeah,
0: and and then you have to go to yeah Magic Kingdom. Right. So. (laughs)
1: I will say, so I, on my daughter's birthday, I took the day off and we spent the day with her and she got to just pick the agenda and we went to an amusement park in Kansas city and I had to practice this because she wanted to ride the same ride. That is the definition of doing nothing. Over and over. (laughs) And like, there was no line. So we did it. But like after the sixth one and she kept saying, let's ride it again. I had to like, maybe after the second I had to act actively practice. Like, why would I tell her? No. What else (laughs) do we have to do?
0: Like, why can't the, we ride it three yeah, times? This
1: is the plan for today. Why can't and we ride it 12 times?
0: I think that's that is the perfect anecdote. Thank that you. That is doing the nothing. The sea like, dragon that at is, Worlds of Fun. I'm sure that that is like the art of doing nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: My brain was telling me, no, we don't do this again. Let's go do something else. Yeah,
0: let's, I want to make sure that I hit every ride. Like, that's almost like productivity. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, oh, well, if I come home and I said that
0: I've ridden 20 rides versus one ride 20 times. Right. Like, in my head, I need to check all the boxes,
1: check all the rides off. Right. Well, to me, it was, well, it was kind of boring, but. Yeah, probably. But (laughs) my daughter was having joy, and I let myself live through her joy. That's a way to relax. That's really good. Thank you. That's a really good soul portion. Ooh. So also on soul or systems, let's do some systems. You of course have a lot of lists. We do a lot of lists in my family, like literally, um, we do not in my, mine.
0: so I'm, I don't think that I'm naturally type a, I think I've learned to be type a
1: and Interesting.
0: maybe I am. I don't know. I but I, like my husband is like type F negative B <laughs> <laughs> hey, and so he's at home with the girls while I'm working in the summer. And um, it's it's real laid back. That's the best way. I It's think easy
1: part. to spend a day doing nothing. Doing
0: nothing for them, yeah. Really, really, but really you do don't it. love it, and I don't. But what I've also noticed is that like my kids don't necessarily love it. Like they love when I leave them. They're um, not their best version. No, mm-hmm. they, they love. I mean, it starts to cause fights. You know that kind of thing. And so, they love, they're like, Mom, can you make us a schedule for tomorrow before you leave? <laughs> nice. I like and that. so, and it's not like a strict, you have to do every single thing at every single time. But here's some ideas. But we're like, hey, here, for this chunk of time, go outside. For right. this chunk of time, eat lunch. For this chunk of time, you maybe you get in the car and you go to a park. I don't know, whatever you're doing. And... I think my kids like to review that and have some consistent, you know, to, just to know what to expect for the day versus fighting with Zach because he says I can't go to my iPad, but I don't have really any other options in my brain.
1: Yep. That makes sense, So we Lists do that. are fun. Yep.
0: We do a summer bucket list, um, like all the things that the kids want to do before summer's over mm-hmm. and things that maybe the grownups want to do. And then I have to do a, you know, a house project list, all the things that. Need to be done.
1: And some of you might be in the boat as I am, um, as a 12 month employee. I would, didn't used to be, um, but now I am. So my break does not look like it conventionally used to in public education, where we used to, Christy and I would both get a couple weeks, three, four weeks yeah. in July. Um, so I'm not getting that anymore. So I've also tried to apply like my usual mindset to June when I'm working summer school, because like Christy said, summer school is a little more laid back. So, I do try to, like, I've labeled the days for me. Yeah, Like, Monday is my day to really focus on... Closing out this school year. Good. Tuesday is my day to focus on what tasks I want to prepare myself for for HR. Wednesday is my day to do all, like, my tech organization. You know I have to clean up my Google Drive and my emails. Oh, yeah. So those kind of things. And then I try to do that a little bit with my weekends. Like, these two weekends, we're going to be packing busy. These two busy weekends, we're going to be laid back.
0: Do you do anything to make, like, the summer evenings, since you aren't home during the day, do you try to do anything to make summer evenings feel
1: more relaxing or different? I mean, I'll keep it real. Usually, I'm better at this in other years. I'm so tired. (laughs) Like, and I think that's okay. That's the thing I was thinking about. Like, usually we try to hit the pool a couple nights. Right. We try to go for walks. We try to do, like, a park. I literally, like, the last three nights this week, I have taken a nap. Good for you. I mean, it's not great because the summer's dwindling by, but I'm trying to reset my mind into this is what my body needs. I'm listening. It needs this. This summer is going to look different, and I just have to be okay with that. Yep. And I think, listeners, yo, yo, you have to be okay with that, too. This year was really hard. Yeah. And so, if you're not productive at night, if you do just go home and cuddle with your kid on the couch while they watch TV shows, that's okay. It's okay. It is okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Mm.
0: I mean, unless people want like a detailed list of all the projects I need to do around
1: my house, I need to clear my kids' artwork. I am (laughs) saying. I will say this: I am taking a a day off next week just to work on my house projects. What projects? Well, like I need to organize. We got rid of all our baby stuff, so now I got to reorganize all my closets, and like I don't want to spend my weekend doing that. I get it. And I don't get July off anymore, which is when I normally do that. Yep, that's a good idea to take. Take that time off intentionally to do it. And I'm not going to tell my kid.
0: I've been similar in that sometimes when I take a day off, I feel a lot of pressure to, like, make it the perfect relaxing. Yes. Yes. like day so I actually took we have to take our vacation and so I had two days this week of vacation and in my head I wanted to be like okay we're gonna go to
1: the amusement park we're gonna uh-huh. do that we're gonna mm-hmm. do that we're
0: gonna have the best time on vacation and but then really, you remember you have
1: a pool in your backyard yes
0: but also I needed to freaking finish this wallpaper project that I've had going on for three months and I was like you know what? it's just gonna feel really good to get that wallpaper done uh-huh. so I did it and I try not to feel guilty that my kids were kind of just hanging out playing barbies right That's okay. um,
1: Yeah. You know, as we close down, this is what I will say. We try to preach, like, you can have, so this is, this, if you're just tuning in, this is the dichotomy that is Christy and I. Christy and I is the best laid plans. She always has plans for everything. She has everything organized and a beautiful vision of how everything should be.
0: Yes, my husband talks about how that's really annoying because I get upset Uh when it doesn't go according to my vision. Do you Really? I don't know. I, I get that. disappointed. Like, oh. if if I have like an idea, idea. Of, what, of what should be and then it doesn't happen. You hide it well.
1: I'm really working on it. Thank you. I, however, on the other part of that yang to the yin, I am what happens when you're exhausted and you just give in. So, Christy has all these lists, and I'm too tired to even make a list. Guys, oh, I'd and love the, to make you a list. Please. Actually, I would kind of love that. <laughs> so, do whatever. It's okay. Give yourself grace. Relax. Give yourself grace. Relax. It looks do different to everyone. That's the best we can say. Ride the ride 16 times with your kid. We'll <laughs> see you, dragon. <laughs> Google it, guys. It's not that exciting. But she thought it was great. Okay, so, is that all we have? I think
0: that is all we have for oh, today. Oh, you have a
1: great quote.
0: I do have a great quote from the Desk of the Modern principal. There is virtue in work and there is virtue in rest. Use both and overlook neither from Alan Cohen.
1: O M G!
0: Thank you so much for joining us. That's all we have for today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Modern Principle. Check out Just Right Reader at justrightreader.com, and find more at themodernprincipal.com. Bye.
1: Bye.